Hello out there, everyone. Welcome to the Brazilian Beat. Join us as we get to know the Brazilian percussion and music-making community one interview at a time. This is Courtney. And this is Diana. Hello. Hello. How's it going? I'm okay. How are you? Doing all right. Yeah, we're uh, talking here on the eve of Thanksgiving here in the U.S. About ready to stuff some turkeys. Actually, I'm not. I'm not either. I'm going for a run. I'm doing that that, uh, Tadimbia's run walk thing. Nice. Yeah. So you're going to run off the pounds you're not eating. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Uh, well, we wish yeah. everybody a happy Thanksgiving if you're in the U.S. or if you're from the U.S. and are abroad. <laughs> oh, what are you thankful for, Diana? Oh, I'm thankful for lots of stuff. Uh, my health, my friends, my community, just so many things. It's, yeah, it's a good time reflect on all that yes for sure how about you i was gonna say the exact same thing i was thinking about it i was like i just really love my community and uh yeah health for sure i'm feeling good i had a rough year last year but i feel like i'm coming out of that and yeah things are going really well really really well so nice and thankful for go samba (laughs) yeah oh that's right yeah GoSamba.net. I started a store. Go check it out. If you haven't seen that yet, you can go check out our website or Courtney has Instagram and Facebook pages. So go check mm-hmm. it out. Mm-hmm. Go oh, and I'm giving away a tambourine right now, yeah. everybody. What do they have to do? They have to go send their email, sign up, go to GoSamba.net, and there'll be a little pop-up that says, hey, you want to win this free tambourine? Sign your email here, and then you'll be entered to win. And I'm going to do the drawing. Well, it's not really a drawing. I'm going to do a, use a random number generator on December 1st. And it'll pick somebody out. And I'll send them a free TAM. What kind is it? It's Yvesam. It's steel. It's really nice and light. It's the one that um, Dudu Fuentes really loves and recommends to everybody. A bunch of people got some earlier this year because... Uh, he recommended them but they're real they're easy on the hand it's a little deeper than the normal tambourine so it's like really easy to grip but yeah i might have to go do that it's a nice little drum you should sign up for it diana <laughs> i will <laughs> all our listeners should too we should have you pull a number out of a hat that'd be awesome i could do that yeah let's i do have it. those skills <laughs> <laughs> so courtney and i wanted to um pay respect to someone who passed away recently at the end of October, Mestre Georgiou. So Mestre Georgiou's family basically were some of the founding families of Mocidaji. Um, he was he was brought up basically under Mestre Andre, who was one of the great directors of Mocidaji. Mestre Georgiou passed through schools such as Viradouro, Santa Cruz, Imperatish and Mosidaji, and he himself was an innovator. And if you didn't know, he was the person who invented the funk paradinha, um, and he did that on the Avenida. Um, a quote I found online about him spoke about how it came about, and they mentioned that the board of directors for for Viraduru was very against. <laughs> the break they didn't want to do this and they put two security guards um on him to prevent the bossa from t- <gasps> <place>. really 
And uh, wow, yeah. And Mr. Georgia was emphatic. He's like, he said, I told them that I would that I had the devil in my body and that they were to let me do my job. <laughs> <laughs> and so the uh, bateria began and they started in on their paraginha and they did this on Sapukai and the response was just like the crowd went wild, you know. <laughs> they just loved it. So, and now it's like, it's basic. It's everywhere, isn't it? Everybody plays it, yeah. So, Mr. Georgiou, he came to Brazil camp. Courtney, was that your first year? That was my first year, yeah. He made quite an impression on me. Yeah, he is... Uh, he is. He was quite a presence, and uh, I know that... I don't know. Some people loved it, some people hated it. Um, but I think that Mr. Georgiou, he was just so keyed in on the basics and yeah. sure that groove was there yeah uh, yeah he uh it was the fir my first experience with you know like a real mestre from brazil from a real samba school you know i was and i didn't know anything my first year there i was just sort of dabbling i mean not necessarily dabbling i was super hooked by samba but it was my first year i was playing second surdu and i was just like wow this guy is really intense and but yes he really wanted the groove and he would stand there he wouldn't look at us he would stand there and we would play and play and play and play and play and then finally if it started to groove a little bit he would smile and he would turn around <laughs> and like pay attention to us and maybe call a couple breaks but um yeah he it, he was yeah definitely into the basics and it was it was a really good lesson i learned a lot just by playing a lot you kind of learned I learned how to play and what it should sound like, you know, like the playing on top of the beat and sort of with energy and, and I and attack. And I was I was playing second surdue. I think I already said that. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, I learned I learned a lot from that. You know, it was really interesting because he didn't necessarily wasn't actively teaching a lot. But boy, I didn't talk a I lot. learned a lot. Lessons that I've never forgotten. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. I know that one evening um, it was between sessions. And there were a couple of us, Eric Hoffman, um, Andy Carter from England, and Georgie Alabe and Deborah, and we were all upstairs um, just talking, and he was talking about um, Paraginhas and how, like, everybody wants to do a million and our long ones, and he's like, you know, it's all about the groove, and he was just talking about that. It was just really interesting, like, his perspective, and everybody was really appreciative of uh, that conversation and we also learned that he had a fine <laughs> he, we also learned that he enjoyed a Manhattan which Eric made for him <laughs> yeah he liked his drink uh, and he liked his Manhattan so nice uh, George of course is the sibling of Mesty Jonas and those two are quite the uh, twin towers weren't they oh my gosh <laughs> Yeah, that's a good description. They are both really, really tall, and they looked very similar yeah. to each other. Yeah, personality totally different. But Mesty Shorjao, rest in peace. Yeah, thank you for everything. So there is a video out on Vimeo. Um, of, it's a little documentary. It's like an 18-minute documentary on Mesty Shorjao. It is in Portuguese, so. Um, Yes, it's in Portuguese, so if you want to go and check that out, we'll list the, the link to that as well. Well, today on the show, 
This is a, this is a, a recording that I did when I was in Rio last year with uh, Douglas Georgi. Um, it was a really fun interview. I, he's a really wonderful person, and I'm really excited I got to interview him. So, um, But a little bit about him. Douglas Georgi is a descendant of Samba royalty. I mean, he didn't say that in his bio. I said that, because listen to this. He is the grandson of... Alcides Gregorio, who was one of the founders of Imperio Sahano Samba School. Alcides Gregorio was also Imperio's first bateria mestri. Douglas is also the grandnephew of Mestre Frulero, another founder of Imperio Sahano. Douglas's father is Mestre Faisca, who was also a uh, mestri of the bateria of Imperio Sahano. It doesn't end. <laughs> Douglas is the nephew of the current mestri of Portela, Mestre. Uh, Nilo Sergio, who I also got to meet last year and is a really nice guy and a really great director. Um, he was baptized at the age of eight by Mestri Marcel, who is also Douglas's godfather. And this this baptism happened in the Imperio Serrano uh, Quadra, and it was all recorded for a video program on Globo TV. So... <laughs> Maybe we can keep that out of the archive. Um, so Douglas himself is is now following in the footsteps of this of this family, and he is the current bateria director at um, Portela Samba School. And a, a bateria director, for you guys who don't know, is is so that you have the mestre up front, and then you have the directors are the, the um, usually people who stand within the bateria and and make the other calls. So Douglas is also, he's not only involved with Samba, he all, also teaches and plays Candomblé, Ubanda, and Angola in those traditions. Um, in addition, he also teaches lessons. So if you go there, you can take lessons from him. And I highly recommend that because he's, he's an excellent teacher. Um, he, is, he assists with other bloco projects around town. He's um, also subs for different professional bands and he supports himself as a professional percussionist there in Rio. So a really impressive guy, a really nice person. And um, I'm really happy to bring you guys this uh, this interview. And I think I need to interview him again when I go down there just because there's so much more to him that we just didn't have time to get to. We were in a really limited uh, time frame for this. so. We just scratched the surface, but I hope you guys enjoy this interview. Thanks for listening. Okay, this is Courtney. I'm here in Rio. It's fabulous and amazing. <laughs> I have Anna Laidley here to translate for me, and our special guest today is Douglas George, and I'm really, really happy you came on the show. Eu que agradeço. Eu que agradeço essa oportunidade aí de estar falando aí com vocês aí, né? E vamos lá, só perguntar aí que tô junto. I thank you for the opportunity and uh, you know, I'm here for answering any kind of questions that you want. Can we start out by I would like to ask you where you grew up and what it was like in in your first uh, introductions to music? Na, no samba primeiro, né? Então, é, eu cresci é, numa escola de samba, né? No Império Serrano. Porque... Aí eu espero um pouco... É, no Império Serrano. Eu cresci mais na Serrinha. Mais no lado da Serrinha, porque... Um dos fundadores do Império Serrano é da minha família. Meu avô, Alcides Gregório, foi o primeiro mestre de bateria do Império Serrano. 
Meu pai foi mestre de bateria no Império Serrano também, entendeu? Um, I was born in Império Serrano, in the place of Império Serrano, da Teresa Madureira, in the Morro of the Serrinha, the hills, the Serrinha real hills. And uh, I came from a family that is uh, that practically a member of the Império Serrano, the Samba School Império Serrano. Um, my grandfather was one of the bateria director and my father as well. So, and... Uh, Alcides Gregorio. And uh, the grandfather's name is Alcides Gregorio. That is a very important bateria director from Império Serrano. And so you started playing at a young age then? Você começou a tocar muito pequeno? Muito pequeno, muito, muito. Eu fui batizado assim no samba pelo maestro Marçal, que já se foi. Eu tinha dois, três anos de idade. Eu tinha tocando repique, foi até uma gravação do, do video show da Globo. Aí eu não me lembro muito não, mas todo mundo fala, meu pai fala que ele parou tudo, a bateria, aí mandou eu e meu irmão, né, que, meu outro irmão que não tá no samba, mandou a gente subir a bateria. E subiu, ele falou, esses, esses aí são meus garotos. Aí batizou a gente ali no samba, no Império Serrano, e com outros também, né, de nomes aí. Eu realmente era muito, muito When I was baptized by Master Marsal, that it is a former, you know, very important also bateria director. He passed away already, but uh, he was three years old. I was three years old. When I was taking, you know, I was playing Ripiniki, and, you know, I don't remember very well, but my family says that we are there, and he stopped the bateria, and he said that myself and my brother, who is not connected with the samba today, uh, were his uh, godsons. Was it a normal-sized drum, like with your tiny little three-year-old hands? Like, how did that work? O repinique que você tocou com três anos era do tamanho normal ou era uma coisa super pequenininha? Nesse dia aí, não, eu tinha um repique, sim, que era de couro, menorzinho, pequenininho, tinham feito para mim. Não foi com esse grandão, não. I have my, you know, made for me as a child, a small one that was with a leather and everything, so. Oh, that's sweet. <laughs> so then as you grew up, you kept playing and, and then took on more responsibilities? Sim, sim. É, nessa época, meu pai era mestre de bateria no Império, no Império Serrano. Então, eu ainda era garoto, então eu vinha aprendendo porque assim, meu pai quase não, não precisou me ensinar, porque eu ficava, eu vivia dentro de uma bateria, né? Então, meu pai me levava para onde ele fosse, ele me levava, menos as viagens, porque eu era muito novo, dependia da viagem. Então, eu via lá, tinha o instrumento lá, eu vinha tocando, via a pessoa tocando, e via tocando, vinha tocando, e fui aprendendo, fui aprendendo, fui aprendendo, e tudo ali dentro do, da escola de samba, isso no, no começo, no império, Yes, I um, I grew up with uh, you know inside of the bateria of Imperio Serrano, 
and my father was a director of the bateria so and he would take me everywhere he would go and I would be like obser observing the drummers to play so that's the way that he even did not need to teach me as much because I was inside since I was a little boy and I would go everywhere with my dad for exception for some trips you know it's depend of the trip I would not go because I was too young but uh, you know uh, I was all the time there playing all instruments and really be there yeah that's <laughs> that's really interesting for for people in the United States most of us come to it at a young or older age so it's interesting to hear people from people who grew up in the tradition lá no, uh, nos Estados Unidos é diferente né porque lá a gente é, tem a introdução ao samba né numa idade mais avançada né é mais mais avançada então é diferente né de vocês que estão vindo é, desde criança né é bastante bastante eu já viajei né para fora já participei do carnaval na Suíça também é, Alemanha só que é, é, tem a diferença porque o samba aqui é, é sangue já vem de, de, de berço então é, aqui nós não não, não temos é, é chegar aqui te ensinar a introdução você vem quando você vem de garoto, quando você já é de maior e você tem que aprender a levar, mas quando você já vem de, de moleque é, 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 é o coração já vem vem de você. Quando você vê você já está dentro, você vem tocando, fazendo o seu, vai aprendendo, vai ouvindo, vai sentindo, é mais sentimento. É o que eu acho. O samba é muito mais sentimento do que você parar, pegar a levada e ir embora. É sentimento. Você vai, você aprende, vai embora. Um, yes, it's very different. It's very different from, you know, I I have been in other places like Switzerland and also Germany, and and uh, I have participated in the carnivals over there, and I can see the difference because, you know, for me, uh, we over here in Brazil, when you grow up in samba, it's samba is about blood. Samba comes already, you know, in our DNA, so it's, it's a different thing. So, because it's not about playing, um, counting, or, you know, knowing, we don't have this over here. You know, when you come to, to, to a samba school as a child, you just play. Nobody comes to you and says, he's over here, he's over there. No, you, you, you really develop that skill. And, uh, and for me, Samba is from the soul. Samba is more emo emotions, is more feeling than really, you know, the technical part. So that makes a difference from people from here, from Brazil, because we are exposed very young. I think part of the reason for the counting and everything in the United States is because the people who generally teach Samba to other people tend to be uh, people who were trained in like the European style music tradition of like orchestras and band and things like that. So I think that's they're the ones teaching new people. So that's why it's done in that way, you know, counting and all these. É verdade. É porque quando você se você sempre ensinar só só nisso você vai um dois, três, a pessoa nunca vai sentir 
aquele, como posso dizer, é, não vai ter aquele sentimento pelo ritmo. A gente tem que ensinar também que a pessoa tem que sentir, porque senão ela fica um robô. Ela vai lá, você vai fazer a levada, papapá. É papatipapá, patipapá, vai ficar papatipapá, mas tem que ter um swing, então tem que sentir, ouvir e levar. Papatipapá, patipapá, tem que entrar no, no, no... Se você não entrar no, no swing, você fica igual um robô. Só vai fazer aquilo ali e nada mais. Mas não é. A gente tem que sempre ter um... um, um você pode... Você tem que sempre swingar, né? Sempre, sempre entrar junto da levada. It's true. It's true that it's different because when you study to one, two, three, one, two, three, one, two, three, you never really can help the person to feel. And I think that one of the mission of the teacher is really to make the person to really to feel, to really to be connected with the rhythm and really to feel the rhythm. And that's with the great uh, uh, difference and also difficulty that we have. Because if you don't teach the, your student how to feel, the person is not going to be connecting. Yeah, they can do the pa 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 but they cannot really feel the rhythm and really to, to pass that. It's a, it's a big problem in the United States, and people call it, sometimes people call it the swing crisis. When people are learning samba, they kind of get to a certain stage, and then they realize they're not swinging, and then they have kind of this... <laughs> this crisis it's yeah it's a it's a funny thing that almost everybody goes through é, é porque é diferente é, é, é aqui você o pessoal vindo para cá aqui no, no Rio de Janeiro no Brasil no samba você entrando você vai pegar esse ritmo porque nós já é, já vem já de, de nós né de, 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 de família de criação já então é diferente lá é uma, é, é uma oficina que cria é, é, ritmistas por samba. Aqui não, aqui já se nasce. É como se brotasse do chão. Então, aqui, você, você é, 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 praticando aqui, tocando aqui, curtindo aqui, aí você vai pegar esse swing. Não é que não, não tenha. Todos nós temos. Basta a gente estar tá junto, estar tá ali nesse momento. Depende muito. Yeah, this is really a different thing because, you know, um, over there it makes so hard for people really to to connect with that. But if people start coming to Rio de Janeiro for here to the samba and really started to be with us, that comes from the cradle. You know, I think that people really can feel it because everybody can feel. It's just a matter of really to give the opportunity to really to to dive in. Yeah, I think so too. That's why a lot of people come here. Yeah. Um, but I want to get back to talking about you. So can you tell us um, kind of what you're involved with now, what you're working on now? Eu quero voltar a falar mais a respeito de você. O que você está envolvido agora? Ih, é muita coisa. Mais ou menos. Eu tenho minhas aulas, né, que eu dou aula de percussão, Dou aula particular de percussão, de samba, percussão samba e percussão também, né? Entre outros, timbal, timbale, conga. E dou aulas de afro, candomblé. Dou aulas de toques afros. Em geral, jongo, candomblé, toques, né? Umbanda, 
entre outros aí. Angola, toque de Angola também. E faço meus freelances, né? Meus trabalhos, percussão, toco de vez com banda, toco o Dudu, banda do Dudu também, entre outros. Mas assim, e o samba, Portela, né? Que não posso dizer que sou diretor de bateria na Portela. Que eu vim do Império e estou na Portela, né? Aí isso é, também é, um, é muita coisa para falar também sobre isso aí. E fora entre outros aí, é muita coisa. I have several things, a lot of things that I don't know. I, I teach several percussion classes, samba, uh, but I also another type of percussion like timbal, timbales, and uh, lots of candomblé, you know, toques and uh, jongo. So I, I teach a lot and I have a private classes also. And, uh, but also I came from Imperio Serrano, but now I am in Portela. So I would have like to have a lot of time to talk, like, you know, but also I, I, I parade with it so many other summer schools and now I'm just like, you know, I, I have too many. <laughs> I, I live from the music from the samba, so that's my living. Awesome, you can make a living doing that. Um, can you tell us, uh, we've interviewed mestres, but we have never interviewed someone who um, was a director, like, you know, in the in the group. Can you tell us, like, about any, what that's like, unique challenges to that position? Aí tá a questão. Todo mestre de bateria, antes dele ser mestre, ele é um diretor. E antes dele ser diretor, ele é um ritmista. Então, o que acontece? Você começa a ritmista tocando lá o seu, aí você é visto e vira um diretor pelo seu trabalho e o diretor é o que trabalha mais porque o mestre ele fica lá na frente o mestre só fala tem que fazer isso e aquilo e a gente tem que observar tudo nós fazemos tudo e o mestre, o mestre poder estar tá lá na frente tranquilo, então nós lá dentro da bateria são os diretores que trabalham mais como você já viu, você já foi um diretor, você hoje é mestre, você fica mais tranquilo. E você tem seus diretores para trabalhar para você. E assim vai indo. Okay, for you to be a master, you need to really to be a director, and for you to be a director, you have to be a percussionist. You know, and um, for it's very different functions because to be a master, you are on the, over there in the front and you tell them what to do. As a director, we do So we really have to make sure that whatever the master is asking us is being done. So we work a lot because we need really to do it. And we have to observe every single thing. The master is over there in the front. And also, you know, it's a lot of responsibility that we have. We do have so many responsibilities, so it's, it's a lot. <laughs> You, you have the opportunity to see it because you went to Portela and you could see that how much we work and the master just stayed there in the front doing all the signals. Do you uh, directors practice that, looking at each other and you know, just the directors together? O mestre, é, por exemplo, tem o samba, tem são as bossas, né, as convenções. Aí o mesmo sem o, sem o vocal, né, sem cantar. O mestre ele faz o sinal e, e a gente 
manda para bateria, entendeu? So, the masters, we, we have like, even if you don't have somebody singing the samba enredo, we still have to be training, and the, the master will give you the signals, and uh, the directors are the ones that really make sure that everybody understand the signals and that signal go to each other. And even if you don't have anybody singing, we still have to do the conventions and also the breaks and yes, yeah, the same time. How do you see each other when you have giant fantasias in hats? É, nós diretores, nós não colocamos fantasias, somos eterno. Mas a bateria é fantasia. Tem vezes que a fantasia, que o o, o meu branco agora. Tem vezes que a bateria ela vem com, com a fantasia enorme e às vezes eles até para virar para para olhar para a gente é difícil. Aí a gente começa a correr igual um louco por dentro da bateria, fazendo sinal, apitando, para eles poderem ver, senão dá tudo de ruim. Ok, so the directors itself, they don't wear uh, costumes, they do wear usually a suit. But, you know, sometimes the bateria has these huge costumes that is even difficult for them to look at the directors. So the directors has to be running you know, between them and make all the signals and with the, uh, what's the name of the? Whistles. Whistles. So, to really to make sure that people are seeing the signals, yes. I didn't even think that the players had such huge hats they couldn't see each other. That's that's crazy. Okay, um, we probably should go soon. Yeah, but um, I want to ask him another question. Um, two more. First is what has been your happiest moment? You've grown up in this, in this uh, playing in this tradition. What's been your happiest moment playing samba? Meu momento mais feliz, por são vários. Tem alguns mais, mais feliz. Deixa eu ver aqui. Tem vários. Posso falar mais de um? Falar mais de um. Um deles foi quando a primeira vez que eu montei uma bossa, uma escola de samba do grupo especial, né? E a minha bossa foi tocada e foi para o desfile. E essa bossa ganhou o estandar de ouro. Primeira vez aí eu fiquei louco. E chorei, igual o bebê. E entre outras, tem também. É... Primeiro ano que eu desfilei como diretor também. Tem muita coisa, muita coisa. O samba é só felicidade. Well, um, I don't know. There are so many things that really made me happy and it was the most, you know, like happy, you know, moment. But I think like it was when I created the bossa, I created the, and my bossa was took, taken by the samba school and they parade with, and we won the golden, you know, award, the trophy. So, but I also went, you know, um, paraded as, for the first time as a director. That was also one of the most happy. But I have so many uh, moments of happiness because, you know, Samba is always happy. Especially growing up in it, yeah. That's cool. Um, Last question. Um, 
Is there anything you'd like to share with everybody about Samba or about yourself that we haven't asked? Não, tem, tem sim. Acontece, é, 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 que a gente nunca desista de nada, sabe? Porque é, é, nada é fácil, nada é fácil. Foi como eu, eu vim do Império, aí meu pai não quis mais estar no samba. Aí ele saiu do Império como mestre. Aí, como meu pai saiu do Império, eu parei com o samba. Eu novo, muito novo ainda. Aí olhava para um lado, olhava para o outro, via samba. Aí o, o meu tio, carnal, por parte já da minha mãe, que foi criado pelo meu pai, né? Ele virou mestre de bateria da Portela. Aí ele me chamou para desfilar na Mirinho, era um novinho na Mirinho. Aí da Mirinho eu fui para a bateria e continuei. E, tipo assim, antigamente é, é, tinha rivalidade, Império e Portela. Então eu passei por muitas, muitas coisas ali. Eu, meu irmão também, que é diretor, lá na Portela, e a garotada, eles não aceitavam um garoto novo. Então, eu passei por muita coisa ali, e eles falavam, ah, você veio do Império, você veio do Império e você está fazendo aqui na Portela. Só que muitos não sabiam que o meu avô, ele foi mestre de bateria, né? um dos primeiros mestres de bateria do Império, só que ele foi diretor de bateria na Portela com mestre 5 que já se foi na Portela, então não tem nem como ele, é, é, só que antes de eu saber disso, eu não sabia, eu passei por muita coisa, só que eu não desisti, muitos desistiram, e outra coisa, não só como samba, não só como samba, como em qualquer musical, tem vários caminhos, vários caminhos, você que tem que seguir, tem, uns cami tem um caminho bom, tem um caminho ruim, e tem outro caminho que te leva para um lugar pior ainda, entendeu? Então basta você, como já perdi muitos amigos, né, nesses caminhos aí, e eu escolhi o meu caminho, que é o bom. Eu falei muito. Well, um, first thing I, I want to ask people to never give up, because nothing is easy, you know, to be, despite I, I grew up in Império Serrano, because I grew up in Império Serrano, uh, when my father uh, left the samba and he stopped being the, the master of the bateria imperio i stopped doing the samba too and i was too young and i would be looking like here looking at there not doing anything until you know my maternal uncle who my father uh helped to be to raised uh become mastery of the bateria at portela and he invited me to come to Portela for me to play because I was too young myself and my brother for us to play in the 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 the, chi the children bateria and um, but we we faced a lot of obstacles because uh, before Portela and Imperio they really used to be rivals and and you know and they used to be fighting with each other and people would be like just telling us like what are you doing over here if you come from um, Imperio Serrano and you too young so they would not accept us over there until I discovered that my grandfather he was the first master of bateria in Imperio Serrano but also he had been a director at Portela so and that's when you know people really started to 
realize that we, we have a connection. But, uh, you know, I never give up. And one thing that I have to tell people also is that in the world of samba, in the culture of samba, you have several, not, not only the samba, but in life, you have several ways to, to go. You know, and I decided that the path that I want to take is the good one. You know, I have uh, lost uh, several friends that really, you know, they decided for to go to the bad way, to do, to 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 go to a negative place. So, and I don't want that for me. So, I think that the path that I choose was the path that it is the positive one, is the good one. Thank you so much. That's an inspiring story. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Muito obrigada, tá? Muito obrigada pela sua participação. Eu que agradeço. So we will post the links uh, regarding Douglas's um, classes and where you can reach him on social media. If you are interested in taking lessons, I'm sure he'll be busy during this carnival season, but... Um, Definitely check it out. And actually, go on social media and check out pictures of his new little baby because it's like the cutest little baby I've ever seen. Horrible. <laughs> um, so, yes, please check out Douglas's um, links for social media because you'll want to see that baby. It's awfully cute. And you'll want to see Douglas's smile. That guy can smile oh. and you can see it from a mile away. Beautiful smile. Yeah. Yeah, you could see him from like when I was in the stands watching Portela last year. You could see him like <laughs> him smile. It's like all the way from like I was up really high, you know. <laughs> Which is funny because yeah. he's not a big guy. No, no. He also well, it also helped that he had his hair dyed blonde. So oh, every time he turn around, his hair, you know, you see this blonde, <laughs> blonde hair. Yeah. Check those out. Um, and and speaking of big smiles, we wanted to wish a. Uh, Belated birthday to Fernando from the Bay Area. Uh, definitely another big, beautiful smile. Happy birthday, Fernando. He uh, is always just a beacon of happiness and just love. And mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, it's always just such a pleasure to be around. So we love you, Fernando. Um, if you'd like to check us out, you can reach us on our website at thebrazilianbeat.com. If you'd like to email us, you can reach us on Gmail, thebrazilianbeat at gmail.com. You can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, on our website, as I mentioned before, um, Stitcher, Pocket Cast, Google Play, which is actually, I believe, Google Podcasts now, so mm -hmm. you can listen to us there, Player FM. And you can check us out on social media. Our Facebook page is the Brazilian Beat Podcast. Our Twitter handle is the Brazilian Beat One. And we are also on Instagram. So find us out there. Talk to us. Give us comments, feedback. We'd love to. Yeah. Hear Got any suggestions for people you want to hear interviewed? Let us know. Courtney is going to be in Brazil. So if you have any suggestions, teachers you like there, you know, let us know. Good translators. That'll work for cheap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also, if you need drums, go samba.net. Drums and sticks and heads. Oh, I got Alfaya heads now, Diana. Oh, cool. Yeah. Um, and if you'd like to purchase a Brazilian Beat t-shirt, we have those oh, on yeah. as well. Let us know. Yeah. Awesome. All right. 
happy holidays, everybody. Thanks for listening. Ciao.